0: Uh, Dave Nonis is the General Manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs and he joins us on the line now. Dave, welcome back to the show. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys doing? Not too badly. Uh, Well, it was a disappointing finish to the season and there were certainly some critical words expressed by members of uh, your organization, including uh, the very top in Tim Laiwiki, the President and CEO of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Uh, Randy Carlisle is back with a two-year extension. Uh, Tell us about the rationale to not make a change behind the bench.
1: Well, we felt that, you know, looking at our coaching situation uh, and where it's been the last three years that, you know, Randy is a, a guy that's brought us some success. Uh, to, you know, we arguably we could say that we overachieved uh, a large part of that. Um, I think we can attribute to the to the coach and how he got them to play. I think mean, we look at some of the younger players that we have and how they've developed in the last couple of years, and, you know, including Gardner and Kadri and Morgan Riley, and that he's not afraid to bring some of the younger players along, and we're going to be a, continue to be a young team. Um, and it, it was, so it was a, a situation where after we reviewed where we're at and where we need to go, that Randy would be, would be the, the guy that would be able to help bring us there.
0: Uh, Dave, on this program and others on this station, we debated long and hard during the uh, last month of the season especially whether the troubles with the Leafs were coaching or whether it was more the players to blame. Uh, it seems that in affirming Randy Carlisle for three more seasons, uh, management is putting responsibility for what took place largely at the feet of the players and that that is the message being sent today. Uh, would you agree with that premise? If it's not, what uh, message are you sending to the players?
1: Well, I think that's partly... Partly the case. I don't. I don't believe that you know when things start to go bad. You see, the popular notion is it's the coach's fault. And this, you know, do the coaches? Does Randy have to shoulder some of the blame for you know maybe some of the of the things that we did and how we approach certain uh, areas of the game? Uh, no question. And he'd be the first one to tell you that. Uh, I think that you know that I have to shoulder some of the blame for maybe not making some changes um, to the roster when we had opportunities. Um, you know hoping that and thinking the younger group was going to continue to develop at a quicker pace Uh, but I I do believe that there's a third component, the players have to take some responsibility for for their play at times as well and we went through a period of winning a lot of hockey games um, because we have some talent on our team not because we were playing the right way and we've had this conversation on this show I believe earlier in the year when we were winning and saying well you know the players um, possibly don't believe that they have to change because we're having su- some success and when we started to, to falter it was very difficult for them to to get it back
2: dave i understand uh you know you had some success under randy Carlisle, but you've also had some pretty epic failures in in boston a, a spring ago and of course 12 of 14 down the stretch uh down the tubes this season i mean if you're going to bring the guy back that's one thing but why would you give him a two-year extension on top of that
1: you know, we we felt, Dave, that it's it's important that the coach. It, it's we make it clear that the coach has the support of our group, that he's you know he's going to walk into that room, and the players understand that we believe and we do believe that he is the coach that can help us get back to where we need to be, um, and the 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 failures that we've had. Um, you know we have to address those, and Randy has to address them as well. But we, you know, we want to look at the negatives continuously, and I, I think that there's some positives with this coaching staff, uh, with this head coach that we have to recognize, and he has done some good things for this group. Not just here, he's done good things in Anaheim. He came here and put us in the playoffs for you know for the first time in a long, long period of time. A lot of that was the coach, and um, we believe that he's has the ability to do it again.
2: Well, we all know Randy had, of course, the Stanley Cup championship in 06-07. But since then, Dave, you talk about success. He's only won one playoff round. And if you look at the five-year trend of his team's shot differential, I mean, they've been a negative uh, shot differential five years running. They've been in the bottom six of the league five years running. And you guys were in the bottom two of the league uh, in a very important stat. Uh, Does that concern you?
1: Yeah, it does concern me. You know, That's part of the, of the discussion that we've had as a group already, that we have to try to change the way that we play, that we have to be more committed defensively, um, that the players have to be more committed to playing this, the system and style that we're going to put in front of them. Um, there's no question that that's something that has to change in order for us to have some success.
2: But how, how, how will it change with the same coach?
1: Well, we're going to have a couple new assistants, and again, I don't think that Randy um, has put a system in in that hasn't had success before. Part of that is player personnel part of it is the players that we have put in front of them uh, and we have to you know continue to put players there that are
0: going to help us be better success. General manager Dave Nonis said uh, Dave today on the conference call that uh, Randy Carlyle was part of a question was asked about the Maple Leafs performance down the stretch and specifically the the Winnipeg game which I believe was April the 5th and and Randy Carlyle referred to said we were out of gas uh, and that was regular season game 79 I mean does that concern you and is that a concern more about the coaching staff that had a team that was out of gas in game 79 or about the players and whatever way they condition themselves because presumably this was a team that just a few weeks before that thought it was going to the playoffs and and yet seemed to be as he said out of gas before the end of the regular season
1: yeah i think there's there's a couple things there there's physically out of gas and and then also like mentally that there was a lot of players that were, were fried and that they just they for whatever reason they couldn't they couldn't bring it the level of play back up um, also, I think what I alluded to earlier were we were winning hockey games, and we weren't necessarily playing uh, as hard as we did the year before, and when we started to struggle a little bit, even before that, when we went on that western swing, hmm. I know the coaches really cranked up on, on we have to raise our level, and, and, and we did, but it took a lot out of them. Um, and we weren't playing at that level for most of the of the year. And when we had to crank that up, uh, there wasn't a lot of fuel that was spent. And that's, you know, that is our fault. There's no question about it.
2: Dave, I mean, when you look at cranking up effort level, um, there's a, there's a feeling around here that you might need to change some of the players to get better effort level or better performance in general. I mean, how much do you think you're going to have to turn over this roster to make the necessary changes to change the way you play?
1: We're gonna to have to make some changes. You know, the one thing that David that I don't think is is positive is to say you know, We're gonna change 40% of this roster because as you know, that's not necessarily possible mm-hmm. so there's two things that we have to look at one is We're gonna to have to get some players a from within there are players that are playing with the Marlies right now that we feel are capable of stepping in and playing for us next year second area is going to be through free agency where there's probably some short-term free agents that might be attractive uh, on a very, sh- you know, older players that could help uh, give us a year or two uh, of, of effort. And then the third one is probably the biggest one is going to be through trade and there's going to be players between now and end of June that are going to be offered to us uh, that we have to look at and see if they're going to make us better. If any one of those three areas we feel we have a player that's going to help our team improve, then we have to make that change. If there's not, then it's incumbent upon the group that we have to to get the job done. You're not going to just... Um, be able to switch uh, three or four defensemen or get a top six center because you want one. There's, they're just not uh, always readily available. So those options have to be looked at. We're going to look at, and, and there will be changes. There's no question about it. To what extent, it will depend on the availability of other players.
0: Our guest is Maple Leaf General Manager Dave Nonis. Uh, Dave, alongside with announcing the extension for Randy Carlisle, assistants Greg Cronin, Dave Farish, and Scott Gordon uh, are are not going to be retained by the club. Uh, Tell us about the significant, first of all, the rationale, and and a lot of fans are going to look at that and say, well, they changed the assistant coaches. Okay, big deal. Tell us how significant you think that can be, but maybe I'll get you to begin by just the rationale for uh, not retaining those three gentlemen.
1: Well, first of all, as I said on the call, those are three quality uh, people, and they're good coaches. Have already had one team call about one of the, one of them uh, asking permission to talk to them. So these are guys who have, are are good coaches and have done a good job. Um, and again, the year before, when we probably would all agree that we overperformed, uh, I think you could point to the assistant coaches a number of areas where that where they helped and, and made that happen. Um, The feeling for us was that we needed to change the mix. We needed to have possibly some different schemes, defensive schemes, uh, a different feel with that group, different relationships built with the players. Um, A lot of, you know, I think a lot of uh, change will take place with having three or two new assistant coaches. It's something that um, you know, that uh, football does regularly. You know, that changing assistants uh, in order to, to, to get a spark, to get some new ideas, to get some energy in the group, um, is is done on a regular basis. And, you know, we, we feel this is something that could that could give us a spark and give us some new ideas and help move us forward.
2: Dave, uh, a little while ago on this show, Tim Laiweke, the CEO of your uh, franchise, was... Boasting about the the way you and Brandon Shanahan, the team president, have been working together, uh, could you take us through the way you have been working with him, and and how has it gone, and how you two work together to process this decision?
1: Well, it's gone well. It's you know it's it's going to take some time for both of us in uh, t- terms of feeling out how each other um, does certain things, but it's It's gone very well I mean we've been in constant contact regarding the you know the coach situation. we've thrown around different ideas. Uh, you know Brendan's got strong opinions on on certain things and he, and he comes about them I think from a, a different way, of his background. Um, and so we have we've spent a lot of time discussing um, not just the coaches but you know how we want to play how we want things done as an organization um, and it's been a, been a lot of information sharing and, you know in terms of, of this we've you know we've we've spent a great deal of time on it um, you know, We we both came out of the same spot, uh, that this was, was something that we needed to do and, and uh, was in the best interest of our team, and we moved forward together and got it done.
0: Uh, Dave, clearly when you give your coach a two-year contract extension, uh, that's an affirmation of, of what you think of him. Uh, can you explain to us why this decision took so long? Because if you were so bent on bringing Randy Carlisle back, as clearly that's the direction the club was going, uh, why almost a month from the end of the regular season uh, does this announcement come?
1: Well, there's a number of reasons. Some, you know, that we don't need to talk about here, but the biggest one is, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, not just Randy, but the whole organization. Randy was aware, um, you know, that, uh, uh, that that what we thought of him, it was not like he sat the last month and we didn't talk to him. We spent a lot of time talking with him about the team and, and about... Uh, what we wanted to do uh, there's a number of other things that happened in the meantime including the world under 18 championships which i was at uh, these aren't discussions you want to have over the phone um, and so it, it took it took a little bit of time but it also wasn't um, we weren't about to rush it we wanted to make sure that we spent the appropriate time a- analyzing all areas of this decision and, and we were comfortable at this point
0: to move forward uh, dave we appreciate your time uh, joining us and uh, good luck as the offseason rolls on
1: all right guys we'll talk to you again soon take